Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode Micropod is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and skip any you don't enjoy. Which is surely not this one though, right? Uh, today we are playing using the mechanics from a, gale co blah blah blah, from a game called Spellcore Mafioso. Uh, it's our first time playing, so we practically are guaranteed to make some mistakes. Um, if you enjoy these mechanics, you can find Spellcore Mafioso on drivethroughrpg.com. Uh, that would be D-R-I-V-E-T-H-R-U-R-P-G.com. Build your own capable criminal and play a game with friends. Speaking of friends, today we are joined by Dash Centrani. Hello, I am Dash. I am a very charming, um, strange-looking man with dark eyes pale bluish-purple skin, and colorful and silvery adornments all over my person. Horatio Harbringer. Hey, how you doing? I'm a regular guy, you know? I, I like, you know, going out with friends and um, not killing them, and, uh, you know, what uh, what, uh, what regular people like to do. I, I, I'm wearing, like, a, a, a nice light white suit and maybe a hat and nothing suspicious here. And Cassie Anderson. Hi, everybody. I'm practicing a character voice this season, which um, might not get better, but I'll be more comfortable with by the end of the season. So I have something for you today. Do you know, as a stone patio installer, I have a joke for you. What's the joke? <laughs> <laughs> what is there to say about the crab walking on the pavement? Scary. <laughs> it was sidewalking. <laughs> it sure was. So these are the jokes I've missed from my own father. <laughs> I, uh, I wish I had them more. <laughs> I have a hunch you'll get to experience them yeah. more now. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, today's adventure starts in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. As a miniature-like person with brown fur and a broken horn in a suit vest bursts through the door. Hey, you better get up. I got an offer for you. An offer you can't refuse. Well, you can, but then my boss will be sad and you guys will get no money. It's a lot of money, so we'll all be sad. So enough of you maybe don't want to refuse, you know? Details in the car. Edge. <laughs> he turns around, leaves, and the door falls shut behind him. Well, I might just be a, a regular guy who uh, has no particular skills or um, dark secrets or anything, but uh, did you understand any of what that guy just said? Cassie puts her beard down on the bar, stands up and walks out that door. I heard money. <laughs> and it like closes behind her. <laughs> Seems fairly legit to me. Uh, nothing suspicious at all. So I say we follow. Yeah, sure, why not? Sounds like a good time. Um, are you gonna finish that drink? Uh, no, by all means, please. Oh, excellent. Uh, I will just keep this here for later. So just pop that inside my coat. For no particular reason at all. Don't ask about it. <laughs> hey, what's with the long face? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not suspicious. Saying that makes it more believable. <laughs> anyway, yes, let's, let's go outside. All right. Outside the fire-breathing kitten's guild hall stands a carriage in all black with toned windows you can't see through. It's being pulled by intimidating-looking horses. One of them yawns and showcases 
A very unsettling row of very sharp, very unhorse-like fangs. The Minotaur man sits in the coach box, holding the reins and chewing on a stalk of grass. You know, I gotta say, I kinda like this guy's style. You know, it's, uh, I like the black, I like the, the menacing horse-like creature, I like the fangs. This, I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like this before, but it all looks good to me. How about we all just hop in there and um, get this show on the road in a manner of speaking and also, you know, literally. I pick up some stone patio pavers that had been leaning against the outside of the guild hall. Like, I left them outside and I load them into the limo-like vehicle and follow and I get in. Oh, look at you bringing your own concrete shoes. That's a good thing. We might need those for later. I mean, for for re- regular non-murder reasons. Like a stone patio. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sure. Whatever that is. Dash just gets in, um, kind of gives a nod to the guy that introduced us at first, and um, takes a seat and rubs his knees a little nervously. All right. The inside of the car is... <laughs> It's similarly as dark as the outside, except for the lavish plush sitting benches. The carriage is big enough for a table to be situated between the two sitting benches. There's a folder lying on the table. On the left bench, sitting with her legs crossed, sits a woman clad in a dress shirt, suit vest, and slacks. Her platinum blonde hair is tied in a high ponytail and she regards you with critical grey eyes. So, hey, how you doing there? Um, I'm a totally regular Horatio. You've never met me before. Uh, these are my two friends, who's it and what's it. Uh, I'm sure they got <laughs> names, but I've not bothered to learn them. Um, yes, um, hello, I'm Dash Zentroni. Uh, uh, that's, that was it, yeah. Yeah, Dash, uh, pleasure to meet you, and maybe, maybe if I keep saying my name, Dash, uh, you'll learn it, maybe, eventually. I don't know, it sounds like a part of a recipe. Yeah. Recipe for disaster, am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Um. <laughs> a dash of dash. <laughs> well, I'll, only if he gets minced up a bit later, but we'll see. Oof. <laughs> what is in a name anyway? Says Mostly Jesse. letters. <laughs> so all of you are situated on the carriage benches, I assume? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um, the woman leans forward. Uh... Well then, let's talk business. Uh, she reaches for the folder, picking out a picture and letting it fall on the table between you. It depicts part of a rather luxurious bed, blanket pulled aside to reveal the torn-off head of a piñata. Candy and paper mache spilled on silk sheets. <laughs> oh my god. What, what is that? Well, as you can imagine, this is a declaration. As part of the Monteleone family, I can only imagine this threat was made by our enemy, the Safiosi family. I imagine they would have preferred using an actual animal's head, but I've heard word of a strange porcupine creature around the livestock lately. Either way, I cannot let this stand, and this is where you come in. I want to hit the Safiosi where it hurts. And there's no better way to do that than the Golden Goose. Ah, uh, yeah, the... These golden gooses I've heard uh, from reputable law-abiding sources. You know, all these families have them, and they uh, 
uh, is like their, their source of their wealth. Don't take it literally at all. You know, it's uh, you know, like a big treasure hoard, uh, maybe like a, uh, an artifact or something magical. Or, you know, one guy I even heard before he went bye bye, um, one of one of his golden gooses used to be uh, like this 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 painting like uh, ten feet high, right? And um, some some um, fame heroic, particularly handsome guy just chucked a load of paint on it and uh, ruined it forever. True story, or so I've heard. Or so I'm not suspicious. <laughs> yes, saying that definitely sells it. <laughs> Thanks, I thought so. <laughs> Either way, um, the Golden Goose of the Saviosi is locked away in the vault of their grandest casino. Therefore, I would like to hire you, fire-breathing kittens, and very unsuspicious man. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm with them. I joined up. Look, I've, I've got the got the paperwork and everything. <laughs> All right, then. Um, it's even done in blood. Look. <laughs> Unsuspicious group of fire-breathing kittens, I suppose. <laughs> um, I would like to hire you to break into the casino safe and steal it. I understand that is a dangerous endeavor, which is why I offered to pay 17,000 gold. Of course, you can keep whatever fits your pockets when you break into the vault. <laughs> no, what do you say? There's dollar signs in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I look like the happiest facial expression you guys, it was like okay in the bar, you know, beer is good. But this, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> and I say, I'm in. <laughs> say, what What do you think about this whole thing, Splash? <laughs> well, um, it's Dash, actually. Um, but I do appreciate... Sure? Yes, yes, Dash. Um, as in, you know, you're going to take a run, so you're dashing to the market. No? Okay. Oh, you anyway. know what I thought it was? You know, when you'd like, um, you go to the bathroom, you take a dash. You know, dash, splash, it's all the same thing. My father-in-law, or, yeah, father, stepfather, that's what I meant to say, stepfather. He would say that when he had to use the bathroom, he would take a dash, but mm. I think that was meant ill. Anyway, yeah. Man I... Man like to take the piss. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think I'm down for this. Um, you don't happen to know what the, uh, uh, the who's it, what's it, the head honcho, so, as it were, of this casino looks like, do you? Well, you're in luck through um, some inside information. Today, they are out of the house. Hmm. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> it is perfect for breaking in. So where ex exactly are we going for this uh, totally legitimate business venture? You will be at... I will have my subordinate transport you. To Sol Picado, you know, the shimmering city of entertainment in the desert. Ah, yeah, I've heard about that place. I've always wanted to go there. I've never been myself. <laughs> I'm certainly sure don't, you haven't. Certainly don't have a villa there. Spent three weeks of the year. It's a great time. <laughs> I think I might like this place. People there might need patios. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, they got loads of patios out there. <laughs> and I'm oh, sure oh, I could probably... Oh, you, your patio. Sorry, no. None of those yet. Well, you <laughs> never know. <laughs> I'm sure I could probably find a way to dance my way in. In a city like Salpicado? I would imagine so. 
So I take it you officially take on this job? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course we will. You know, the money, money's good, right, folks? It's, uh, you know, no risk, no reward kind of dealio, you know. Uh, I don't see why not. The, these two look, um, how I like to say, you know, kind of a, um, what's the word? It's uh, disposable. No, no, not that. It's uh, replaceable. That's the one. <laughs> if something I'd... happens, no big deal, you know? I don't think you'll find me very replaceable, but you... Your father did. <laughs> Sorry, was um... that too much? I mean, we've only just met, you know. I like to get a barometer for these sorts of things. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> and as he says that, his face changes to yours. You're replaceable as well. I know. <laughs> we all are. That's the deal. I am uh, prepared to uh, go into this vault and get all of the money. And if you guys want to squabble and get yourselves caught, you know, a dead man slow me down. So if you are friends, maybe this will go easier. If you're not friends, maybe you get caught and I leave. Blame it on you. Either way, it works out for me. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so the car, Ege, uh sets into motion. You get jostled around by the speed of the horses, uh, drawing it. At the edge of the desert, you have to switch transport. Um, you step into a people-sized basket with a sturdy handle and are flown the rest of the way over the desert by a very big bird. After some time of nothing but sand, cacti, and more sand, you suddenly see twinkling on the horizon. Slowly, the sparkling city of Salpicado comes into view. Tall buildings, sparkling nights, gigantic water features provided by overworked mages. A city that seems so surreal it could only belong in a fantasy novel. And here you were, hovering in the vicinity of the Grand Casino at the end of the Picado Strip. The casino itself is a tall building with shifting colors and faint beats of music playing inside. The windows are pretty big, except for the third floor that doesn't seem to have any. There's one main entrance at the front, guarded by a bouncer. So what's your plan? If only I knew what they looked like, that uh, head honcho, that is, um, be able to just walk us right in there. Why would you go in the front door? And I walk around the back, and I'm looking for, like, my people, you know, who are, like, doing all the repairs on this place. All right. There's not exactly a repair person, but there is a guy just opening, like, a back door and throwing out some trash and then closing it again. Mm, okay, so the back door goes straight to, like, uh... The desert, an alley, another casino? Um, it's like at the back of the casino and there's just like, um, like, you would say food waste. Like, it's a lot of, like what you see behind a restaurant, kind of. Hmm. Can I retcon my tiles to be marble? Yeah, I'll say so. Because if you would have known it's a casino, then you probably would have... <laughs> I wouldn't have done, gone with an outside. If you guys have ever been in Vegas, outside bad. <laughs> but they have the most... One time I walked, I was in Vegas, like real real life story, like, sorry, sidebar. And I was walking down this air-conditioned hallway in between casinos because they just let you do that in Vegas. And the floor was labradorite mm. for like hundreds of feet. And I was like, excuse me, to the person I was with. And I was like, on the floor. And I was like, look at it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm carrying the most beautiful marble pavers and i'm coming in the back door and uh it's gaudy it's showy it's like 
shiny in the light, you know? This is kind of, if you guys have ever seen an Ubatuba stone, yeah, look up some stones. They're pretty. You know that granite countertop that you want in your kitchen? I'm carrying it. <laughs> so you want to go in through the back door? I walk up to the person who's taking out trash and I say, Hey man, there are so many entrances here. Hey, where do I take this? Don't have time. Busy guest. Kitchen. Don't, you don't, no kitchen. <laughs> he really wants to like go again. He's already kind of partly closing the door. Ah, <laughs> uh, gee, I got it. I got it. And I like follow. I'm uh, piggybacking on the door. This is when you don't have your own admission card to beep it open and you're following someone else. So I'm trying to piggyback. Jutu, come with me. And I, uh, I think I'd almost want to roll for that. Okay. <laughs> Because you kind of, he's really like trying to close the door or he's already out. So you'd have to kind of like catch it. Yes, that is definitely what mechanics are for. Okay, so I would like to uh, spell core mafioso character sheet for Cassie Anderson. Would you say that I'm grifting? I guess so, because I would say it's either between larceny or grifting. Oh, those are my skills. Larceny, I have a five in that. Good. We'll roll on it. Okay. Uh, hey, I don't know how to play this game. Let's talk about mechanics. <laughs> how do I roll? All right. <laughs> so, in general, you roll 1d6. Um, if the skill you want to roll on uh, relates to either of your archetypes, you get another d6. Uh, if you're prepared, so if you prepare in advance for what you're trying to do, you would get another d6, which is not the case now. And if someone is helping you, you would also get another d6. But I don't think... My friends are busy killing one another. <laughs> so... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, they're not helping me out. <laughs> okay, so would you say that it relates to my archetype? I would say so, because you're trying to sort of like, no, no, I belong here. I Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And kind of like okay. open the door. Alright, so then I roll an extra d6 for that, so it's two d6s, and then what am I rolling against? Uh, the general, um, you want to roll equal or below the associated skills rank. So if that skill is from your primary archetype, that's a rank 4, and from your secondary archetype, that's a rank 3. So you want to below, you want to like roll below a 4. Yeah, skills in both archetypes are rank five, so I'm a, a larceny specialist for some reason. <laughs> so I, then you're rolling against five <laughs> for some reason. It's very unsuspicious. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll two d six and I'm trying to get under. <laughs> so if one of these dice is not a six, I succeed. Uh, if one of those dice is not like it's, yes. Sweet. <laughs> I was thinking the other way around. Yes. I like the mods. I say in Vegas. <laughs> Oh man, one of those dice was not a six. <laughs> Whoa! Yay. So, um, the person is obviously really busy. Like, they have no time for, for your marble shenanigans. Um, <laughs> and they also don't have any time to deal with security of this place. Uh, and they basically just, like, go back inside and you kind of, like, smoothly, like, catch the door, keep it from closing. Um, when you open the door, you can, like, really see that you're just... This is just the kitchen. There's another door that connects like deeper into the casino, but you would have to go through the kitchen. Hey, Squash, what do you think she's doing over there? I suppose telling you my name is not uh, conducive at this point. Um, <laughs> I suppose we should probably follow just in case she runs into any trouble. 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, I mean, you know, let me let me just give you a bit of uh, friendly advice while we're while we're out here. You seem to be a, a good stand-up guy, so I'd hate for you to get minced or whacked or um, spend your night sleeping with the fishes. So, uh, you you know what she's just done? She's gone and run off and uh, just done her own thing, not mentioning it to us. That's a bad idea. <laughs> I shouted at you that, guys. Hey, in, lazy in bones, this, come work. In this and world, that can get stone. you killed. I'm just saying. Here's a stone for both of you. Come with me in the in the <laughs> casino in the back. We should we should we should go. But also, I need to ask about sleeping with fishes. Is that is that something that people commonly do? Well, you know, it's a <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a um, a perk of the job. Okay. I look forward to sleeping with fishes. Oh, I uh, I look forward to you doing it as well. Lazies, I'm come coming, here. I'm coming, I'm sorry, I'm coming. Can I give you both stones? Hey, we've just been socializing over here. <laughs> it's a bonding moment. Good, good. I, I know, I'm enabling them to join. The, I waited until they were done. Okay, so you both have a stone. You've got someone barking at you to do manual labor, which just fits in with what the expectation is, right? For... People installing stones. Uh, so, Jim, my intention with this is to get us in to the back of things, but I think we're at the kitchen, right? You are at the kitchen. So you step into the kitchen? If that's the only the only way through is through, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to step into the kitchen, but also you guys' casinos are public places. You can go in the front. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't want to go in the front. (laughs) (laughs) The kitchen is very busy. Um, (laughs) Chefs are squirming like ants in an anthill, continuously cranking out small plates of tastefully arranged snacks. Where's the viandsant for the guy in the HRHR? Don't tell me we're out of blood. The head of the kitchen scans the staff for someone responsible before groaning in frustration and turning to take care of something else. What do you do? So you basically have this room full of squirming people. Really busy. Well, first of all, I'm just going to wander over to where they keep their blood. And uh, uh, you, you just see me kind of like um, uh, working a little bit over there. And uh, when when you... Because uh, initially all the bottles of blood, are they're all empty. So uh, I go over there and just do my thing. And when, yeah, when I turn away, you can see all the bottles of blood are all filled up. Did nice. you just fill your blood into... Did you just... Okay. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Look, I just met you, and uh, but I'm comfortable saying, don't worry about it, it's not my blood. No, that was out of character. I'm using a character voice to denote what I say in character. If it has a horrible accent, it's my character. If it's me. <laughs> Interesting. I'm still trying to figure out what you are. Right now I'm thinking generous with blood. Histrocid. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> you should connect Horatio with your histrocid. <laughs> All right, so you guys, out of character, we're carrying, like, marble countertop sort of stones, and we're in a kitchen, and our goal is to get backstage to see what kind of, like, security rounds are being done on the vault, right? So we should walk through the kitchen unless there's anything you guys want to do here, right? There is a part of me that is being called to the kitchen, but I do suppose we should keep (laughs) moving forward. Well, well, while we're here, I would like to just uh, see if I can... uh, Again, since, since I've already done them a favor by uh, providing a lot more blood than they were necessarily expecting, um, I want to see if I can get any um, special ingredients. <laughs> we'll say, you know, if they've got any, let's say, like, um, uh, 
discarded bits of puffer fish or, uh, you know, any um, venom sacs from any draconic species they might be eating up here. I just want to see if I can go into the... <laughs> The biochemical disposal and see if I can rustle up anything <laughs> special. <laughs> I'm not used to laughing this much. Ah. <laughs> uh, Try imagine we'd be do... some sort of um, investigation. Yeah, I I was gonna give you the option to investigate or like interact with the people to see if you can like intimidate someone into giving you something or charm someone. But investigate is definitely if you want to just. Go through some. I, I don't cabinets. think anyone's gonna ask ask too many <laughs> questions about a guy just going through the bins. You do like a you do look like a bouncer. <laughs> you you do look like the guy who's standing in front of the main entrance. <laughs> well, that's particularly helpful. <laughs> okay, well, I got a uh, a four and a two, and uh, my investigate skill is a four, so I think we're good. Yeah. Uh. You find some fish bones and two. Maybe I can get some sort of jellyfish spleen. <laughs> I was just going to say, and two spikes with a liquid that you feel like shouldn't be licked. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'll keep all of that for later. So this goes into another jacket pocket. <laughs> I just, for some reason, imagine you kind of like opening your jacket and just like pouring like a liter of milk into one of the pockets and like no one would ever know. <laughs> you know what? That is exactly what happens. <laughs> There's like a, a beer pint in it. So who knows? <laughs> it's not putting them in. That's the issue is getting back out again. <laughs> Try straw. Would you like a straw for that? <laughs> oh, no, it's OK. I got my bendy straw already. <laughs> Don't lick the spikes. <laughs> <laughs> so actually while we're here because we each have like a spell called Tommy Gun uh, I, I would like mine to be kind of like look like that bendy straw sure <laughs> there are magical guns filled with your favorite booze and the essence of jazz so I feel like you can oh. bend their shape to whatever is the most jazzy with you <laughs> Was that what they're supposed to be? Mine's a marble slab. <laughs> Welcome to the world of imagination. It's a special marble slab. Oh, imagine there's like, you accidentally just... The thing is that these guns have like a spell core, which is kind of like a glass casing filled with some sort of booze um, and silver inlaid, like electrical stuff and the essence of jazz. What if it just somehow kind of like one of those shattered... And something about the booze and the essence of jazz got onto this specific marble. <laughs> yeah. And now it's magic marble. Here we go. The magic meme. And I and I said, no, party foul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Dash, where are we heading? What are we doing? Well, we could head to the stage. I think I might be able to get us backstage quite easily. Maybe from there we might be able to um, find a way into the vault. All right, let's do it. And then sharing my mechanics with you guys a little bit, uh, I basically can't fail at larceny or intimidation because I have fives in those. So only a six will fail for me. And it's a one in 36 probability if I have two dice. So anytime you need some larceny or some intimidation, let me know. And then it sounds like Horatio 
helps out with investigation. And I'm just curious, Dash, uh, now that I understand the mechanics for this game a bit more, what's your thing? Uh, charm and spellcraft. Perfect! I have a one in spellcraft. I literally can't spellcraft. It is impossible for me to spellcraft. <laughs> All right, I like our team. Let's go. <laughs> just out of interest, can anyone do any sort of fighting? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also fairly good at fighting. I got a four. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we're okay just in case, you know, stuff goes a bit pear-shaped. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the worst ship. <laughs> you have a lot of terms that I need to brush up on, as it were. <laughs> yeah, so, well, you know, if you spend your life just uh, with your nose, nose, nose deep in books, you know, you gotta, you gotta go out and live. You gotta. Uh, I went to the school of hard knocks, and I got kicked out for being disruptive. Really? How surprising! <laughs> oh yeah, I can understand that. All right. <laughs> so there's only one other door. So I suppose you guys take that and you step um, and are probably being kind of shoved aside by all the servers who keep going in and out of that door. Um, you step into the main hall of the casino. Stuffy air, loud machines, velvet covering every surface and the sound of cards being mixed and dice rolled resound throughout the casino main hall. The ceiling of the hall is high, definitely reaching up at least into the second story. There's a balcony overhanging the wide space, decorated even glitzier and glamier than down below. There's lots of people... Uh, there's lots of people about. There's games to play at most every corner. Servers are walking around, carrying trays of freshly made snacks. There's an elevator at the end of the hall, embellished with shining lights and guarded by a grim-looking bouncer. Surrounded by all the vice and mouse-sized snacks. What do you do? <laughs> Ooh, you guys, this is a two-floor casino hall, and the third story from the outside doesn't have windows. And there's an elevator guarded by a bouncer. I suppose if we go toward that bouncer, I could be like, you know, trying to win him over. Being like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be here to entertain the people, and I don't know, it, it could work, maybe. Yeah, that gets you in. <laughs> You're my backup dancers. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let me see your moves. Now I'm 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 you know call, call me call me a a, a a a nosy Susan but uh, I'm just considering the long game on this you know let's say we get into the vault we grab all the the loot and we um you know then we then we gotta get out again assuming we don't get whacked by the authorities so I think maybe we should just have a look around this this area see if we can figure out some sort of like escape route you know. <laughs> gotta get out somehow. You make an excellent point. We also need a fall guy, someone who they kill instead of us. <laughs> and let, let and let's face it, you know, you with your your patio slabs, you've seen this place. Probably won't go up in smoke like the rest of the places we tend to visit. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so how about how about you, Crash? You reckon you can uh, scope out some sort of a uh, escape in this area? <laughs> If we could find someone that I could take their appearance, we could get in and out real easily. Okay, so who who, who do you reckon you want to try and go find? Someone in charge, or someone, someone that uh, could get in and out really. Like I was thinking that the guy in charge of the casino, but he's not here, so that's out. Mm. Hey GM, yeah. who was barking orders in the kitchen? Kitchen head. Yeah, what did the kitchen head look like? Uh, 
relatively tall woman, red hair. So if Horatio is carrying one of the plates from the kitchen, they could hand it to the kitchen head who could deliver it to a higher up, bring a snack? Maybe. But of course Horatio would have never taken anything from the kitchen, right? Well, no, just fish bones and poison spikes. <laughs> I don't know. Could we, like, grab Around these pods, that's not much of a meal. <laughs> you know, unless you want it to be your last meal. Yeah, can I... Larceny, which it says pickpockets. Can I larceny a plate from the kitchen to hand it to... Uh, Dash can be that red-headed chef, and we can deliver a personal meal to the higher-up through the elevator? That's the plan. GM, can I roll to grab a plate? Uh, I mean, I guess the plates are kind of being very hounded by the people around it, but since you can prepare for it... Oh no, I'm not prepared, no one's helping me, and it doesn't really to any of my archetypes. I can I roll 1d6 to grab a plate? Dash could change his appearance and just immediately <laughs> become this head of kitchen and be like, You! There is a lot of service running around. <laughs> you, go get me a plate. There we go. <laughs> I would like a charm on that, just so you can get the right time when she's not in the room. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's your charm number? Uh, five. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. I would allow an aid if someone wants to distract the kitchen head. Changing our odds from a one in six to a one in thirty-six. It looks like I'm distracting. I drop a stone. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let you roll, but that she would get angry about that. <laughs> I crack one of the kitchen tiles. Yeah, you get a lecture. Like, you get a lecture, but I guess you did it in a different room. <laughs> like, in the side room where, like, the ingredients are or something. Yeah. All right, so I rolled a three, a two, and a six. P perfect. Because um, Charm does a, a affiliate with my um, archetype. You impersonate the lady perfectly. Are you wearing sunglasses <laughs> no dash's eyes are still black as coal are you hiding your eyes somehow like are you sort of like looking away and pretending to work on something else and then just being like kind of behind your back like you you da dash will kind of put <laughs> put his hand in front of his eyes like totally just exasperated and tired of oh, all it's the so hot in here i'm sweating <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all the yeah. Oh, that's heat from the kitchen. Just that's fitting. Everyone's everyone's annoying Dash or head kitchen person, and Dash is just please get me a plate. I just need a plate. One of the one of the people scurrying around uh hands you like a a plate with like a bite sized piece of fish on it. Okay, thank you. Go away. <laughs> They, they are very relieved, and they go away very quickly, like, sorry, sorry, thank you, sorry. I'll do better. <laughs> sorry, chef, yes, chef. <laughs> sorry, chef, yes, chef. <laughs> oh, that was from Backup Pan. Good episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I have a plate. Now we just need to find somebody in charge and give this to them, and maybe I can uh, take their person. Righto, to the elevator. Try to charm your way in. Uh, you're still getting a lecture. Oh. <laughs> but, um... Roll me a d6, like, without anything, and tell me the number. Me? Yes. Oh, okay. A3. Um, someone comes up, uh, sort of from behind you, and it's just like, 
uh, how different do you look compared to Becca Pan and how you looked in your childhood? Uh, I didn't write down hair color for this character, so I guess I have brown hair. I look pretty similar to how I looked in my childhood. Okay. And I then... don't remember what hair color, and this is, she would not remember what hair color she had in backup pan. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I was a salesperson, so I was wearing, like, glitzy, glamorous, like, and now I'm wearing a work outfit. So my clothes are different. No, it's it's better if... Childhood is, is already enough. Um, you hear like a, ah, that's not necessary. Don't take it out on the little people. Just just you know take take this. I just want that in black check. Don't worry about it. And uh, the head chef, sort of like disgruntled, like takes a wad of cash and just like goes back to the kitchen because she doesn't have time for this. And she just used you to vent. And when you turn around, you come face to face with. A green-scaled dragonkin grinning at you. <laughs> Valoom! <laughs> I give him a hug. Cassie, old bone! <laughs> no, Clary, old bone, not Cassie, old bone. Can't believe <laughs> to meet you here, of all places. Old gambling habit got you back, too, huh? <laughs> it's uh, Cassie today, and uh, what can I say? <laughs> Are You surely aren't using the 15 grand that I gave you. Here, you're setting up a new life for yourself, right? Absolutely not. I'm, I'm a different man now, different dragon. New name, new gig, you know the drill. Uh, use some of the knowledge from my old job, you know, the job. He, like, winks at you, like, you know, the, 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 the bat one that you, like, got me out of. <laughs> uh, to help out a new pal, open some, bi some, some food business here. Uh, life's been good. I'm just here to have a bit of fun. No unhealthy betting, I promise. Gotta stay top of my game for my pal in my biz. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I can help you out today. Is there anybody that uh, maybe you are a rival with or who isn't paying you the protection money you deserve that I can maybe, uh, at the end of the day, we make them go away for you? Oh, the stone. You mean, like, concrete shoes, right? With the stones? <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. I... <laughs> I do a job, I, I need a fall guy. Pick someone you don't like. <laughs> well, don't really know anyone here. Only guy I can think of is the the, the guy who went up in HRHR having like a like an umbrella, but he only looked funny. I don't really have any problem with him. You like everybody here? Okay, what about casino rivals, person across the street you do not like? <laughs> you know, share with me. Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not gambling here to like get more money. I'm just doing it for the little kick, you know. I got like, I got my little sum, got my little sum that I set aside for recreation, and uh, you know, not not getting in the addiction territory again. But um, you know, everywhere you are, <laughs> there's there's like there's like things happening. Um. I've been here for a bit now, like, you know, if you need a a tip from childhood friend to childhood friend, dog included, you know. <laughs> I can't say no to that, but I will say that I'm a little bit busy right now. Meet up later, we have uh, a meal, I introduce you to my friends, and I notice my friends are leaving, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go, but <laughs> nice to see you. See you later. 
I'll be here for a while. <laughs> All right. And then just to tell my party members, that's Volume Kimbo. Or, uh, hey, what's your name now? Uh, Kalum Bimbo. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I teach you how to make better names next time. So, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I leave the bimbo, and I head back to my party members. <laughs> you did it, GM. <laughs> the look on your face. And, and and so that's when I found out that it wasn't a snowball after all. It was a priceless dragon egg. I mean, who knew? You can never be too careful with one of them, uh... Dragon eggs. No, and let me tell you, when it comes to doing a snowball fight, you know, be careful where you start it. You do not want to do it in the zoo. <laughs> That's like rule number one of snowball fights. Oh, and I suppose you've read the rule book in all the snowball fights, Mr. Fancy Pants hoity-toity book-learning guy. Um, yes. Like, I, not, I, all, not all of us have the opportunity to read Snowball Fight 101. I've read a lot of books and snowball fights. Um, didn't have many friends, so I didn't get in many snowball fights. Oh, why am I not surprised? Oh, hey, look, it's Cassie. Oh, yeah, hey, uh, we're, we're, we're friends. We're getting on like regular Joels. How's it going over there, friend? <laughs> Unsuspicious. Oh, man, I, I approach you guys carrying marble stones and i'm i'm like we're heading out of the kitchen because i think dash has the plate right indeed it's true <laughs> maybe i put like the i the plate on the stone like a serving tray like it's a pretty tile yeah yes upsell upsell always upsell <laughs> it's the tiniest piece of fish you've ever seen on a very large white plate with a little circle of sauce around it on this, like, shiny stone platter, the granite you've always wanted for your kitchens. We bring the granite kitchen top to you. <laughs> Donk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm carrying it. You're directing. Take it away, Dash. All right, so um, I suppose we should look for probably the high roller table or somebody who um, is sitting at one of those big fancy tables, usually up on the higher elevation so they can keep a lookout over the entire casino. Right. Or the elevator that goes to the third floor that doesn't have windows. Are you guys looking at the elevator? Yes, I think so. Because since you're saying high rollers, the elevator does have a sign that says high risk, high reward. It's blinking. (laughs) I think that's where we need to go. Alright, so we'll walk up to the Elevator then. All right. <laughs> a bouncer, a serving tray carrying person, and the head chef walk up to the elevator, GM. <laughs> That's the start of a good joke. It sure is. <laughs> All right. Uh, the elevator at the back of the main hall blinds you with blinking lights surrounding a sign spelling high risk, high reward over the elevator door. Next to set door stands a bald six foot three man, still and unmoving. He sports sunglasses you can't through, can't, you can't see through, and a black suit. He's also wearing some sort of weird jewelry on his left ear, his hands behind his back. Uh, as you walk up to the elevator, he doesn't say something for now. He would, like, he raises his head a bit, and if you could see his eyes, you would imagine he's kind of suspicious. I'll start off by saying, we have a plate for... Uh, a Mr. Uh, Sofoscato, is that right? Hmm? 
Was that the name you said earlier? No, that's the name of the thing on the plate. <laughs> Monteleone? Monteleone? Okay. We have a treat for a Mr. Monteleone. We were told he's upstairs. You see the guy move for the first time where he's like, you joshing me? <laughs> oh, crap. Safiosi, Safiosi. Uh, we're at the wrong place. That's right. Monteleone hired us. Safiosi are the targets. Um, <laughs> Safiosi. See, I'm, I'm just going to sit back. I'm just going to lean back here and see how this plays out. I'm interested. What was your charisma roll? I rolled a four and a six. Okay. That's enough. Um, you know how to impersonate people. You know how that works. You've done it a lot. You can kind of like... There's like certain things that you have to do when you impersonate someone, right? Because you don't, you don't always have all the data, so you often has to have to kind of work with limited information. You could also just, you like, you did succeed on the role, so you would present the food and be like, uh, "We have a plate for," and then you say "Mister," and then you halt for like just a little bit. Um, and the guy goes, Bonaire. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Fine. Better hurry. <laughs> Tell you what. I'll bring you something special on my way back. Like what? I don't know. We've got a good brew in the back. It might wet your whistle a little bit. I don't drink on the job, but I do drink after. Oh, it's not alcoholic. It's, 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 a, it's a virgin, virgin daiquiri. <laughs> I'll have both then. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back with that for you. Hey, hey, uh, uh, uh Mash, um, uh, uh, th- th- this guy is, um, seems to be propositioning you. I just, you know, just in case you didn't get the subtext and all. Prop- I thought he wanted food and a drink. Well, he wants something. It ain't food. Dash will kind of give him a disgusted and awkward look and then just, well, I suppose we'll be off then. Yeah, make it quick. <laughs> I mean, I'll be sending here all day, so... See, you broke the poor guy's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's expecting that drink. (laughs) I will be sure to find a way to make sure I make it up to him. (laughs) Um, He steps aside uh, from the elevator door, and you are allowed to step in. You are going upwards to the second floor. The high-risk, high-reward area. Is there a third-floor button? No. (laughs) Oh. Hmm. Now this is a puzzle, guys. There's three floors to this building. Well, it's higher up than where we were. (laughs) The only way through is up. (laughs) Through the ceiling! (laughs) (laughs) The elevator doors open, and you arrive on the second floor. Upon entering the area, you immediately feel the air get lighter. The room is air-conditioned and much less stuffy than the main hall. The high-risk, high-reward area sports much more classy decor. Almost every surface seems to be made out of marble. Uh, Multiple tables are positioned throughout the room, each situated around glass pipes, holding the relics currently being bet on. Yes, quite a marvelous plant indeed. These ceilings were procured straight from the pea soup silver mine. One of the card dealers finishes his introduction of the items, pointing at the peculiar plants in one of the glass tubes surrounded by the table closest to you. 
A very pale-skinned blond man regards you closely from the corner of Crimson Eyes, sitting on that same table as a gambler. There's an elevator next to the one you just left, labeled with monitoring room, and a keyhole next to the door. Now before I let you loose, <laughs> where is you guys, uh, are you guys' um, FBK tattoos? On my ankle, on the inside of the ankle, over the bone, the most... And don't get a tattoo there, it's painful. Um, small. Invisible, basically. <laughs> <laughs> there if you inspect me, but not otherwise. <laughs> mm, let's see. I'm gonna go for uh, maybe let's let's go for the uh the inside of the wrist, like where your pulse is. Uh, on his back left shoulder. So none of you have available tattoos. Maybe when he gambles and stretches his arm out, his oversized white suit <laughs> will reveal Horatio's. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> All right, then the man who's been looking at you. Seemingly uninterested, he turns back to the gambling table with an annoyed scoff. The game doesn't seem to entirely go in his favor. How about a little treat? Again with the propositioning, people. Come on, like, if you're gonna go through with it, then you go through with it. You know, you can't just suggest something and then not do it. <laughs> you guys are still standing by the elevator. You have to, like, oh, go somewhere first. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do it properly, go up to the guy and whisper in his ear. Don't shout across the room like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just nervous. It's been a been a little while. So, uh, Dashiell. I n I know your parents are used to shouting across the dinner table at each other from like twenty feet away. But come on, have a sense of decorum. This is a crime hotspot, not a dinner table at a rich guy's house. Fair enough. Well, uh, serving lady, would you please, uh, you know, take the tray up, follow me, and um, walk up to the, the the guy who's been uh, having a poor night of games. <laughs> I follow. I say nothing, and I stand straight and look bored. <laughs> Server. <laughs> uh, this is for you. Um, compliments of the house. He looks at the dish, narrows his eyes. And then looks at you. Whose compliments exactly? Say your personal compliments. But I thought you said I was propositioning earlier. Is that not? <laughs> hey, the, these these guys who go to the casinos, they'd say yeah to anything if someone like winks at them. Fun. Okay. <laughs> just 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 say he's got like a. Uh, I know he's balding, but just give say you like his hair. Like stroke it a bit and wink and. <laughs> Blonde, not balding. <laughs> hey, I can't say I'm, I, I, I can barely see in this thing, you know, it's uh... Don't wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> so Dash will um, give him a wink the best he can, trying to make it look as, and, and probably failing at this because he doesn't have very much experience in romance. Um, so he's trying to like be... Hey, hey, who said anything about romance? Fair enough. But he gives a wink, and it's just very awkward. He's trying to, like, <laughs> really exaggerate his facial expressions. <laughs> Personal. Personal compliments. Aren't you, like, a red-headed pro professional chef right now? Yeah. Too? <laughs> um, he looks at you, like, 
Wait, let him roll. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me that awkward wink. I rolled two sixes. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's perfect. Oh. You see, he looks at you. And you see that something, like, clicks. He has come to some sort of conclusion. He, like, gets up. Um, kind of, like, waves off the the card dealer of the table and, like, says a few words. And then he, like, goes over to, like, a wall that's, like, a bit away. It looks, like, out of earshot from the table. Leans against it. <laughs> crosses his arms. Who are you, clowns? <laughs> uh... Well, I will take that opportunity to go make myself a drink. <laughs> I mean, you're basically in the VIP lounge of the casino, so there's probably some some stuff standing around. Good. We are just big fans, is all. Of what? <laughs> of your work. Mm-hmm. Of your face. What is my work, pray tell? <laughs> Come on, you and I both know what that is. If I had to go from you, I would say acting, lying. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're good at. Not particularly. I'm not particularly one for adventures. But you guys, such a disorganized handful of people trying to smuggle marble stones into a casino. Wait. Why would we smuggle it in? Let me guess. Adventurous. And you're here for the vault. Dash will uh, look behind him to his compatriots. And just like pulling at his collar nervously. <laughs> Did you say something nice about his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, snorts a bit. <laughs> He's like, oh, please go ahead. <laughs> Your eyes are very nice. And, uh looks behind him and kind of mouths the words, I think we've been found out. He laughs, especially when you compliment his eyes because they are red. A deep crimson, they are red. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he laughs, you see kind of like his canines are longer than they should be. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, all right, you guys want something and I want something. You want to go into the vault? And I want what's in the glass tube. If you can get the other people on the table that have a lot more resources than me to somehow lose the game, I don't care if they have a sick stomach or if you bait them away or whatever, and I get those samples, I'll take care of the people in the monitoring room for you because I know that's where the vault is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And where is this vault? I'm not giving you that after I offer you this deal. <laughs> I tried. Uh. Well, I'm I'm going to want to back over to the table with a tray of drinks, slam it down, and just go, hey, drink up, everyone. Compliments of the house. You know, we got a, got a, a watermelon martini over here. We got an old-fashioned over here. We got a, oh, what's this? This is a, a, a milk and... Uh, Milk and rum combo, I like to call it, uh, never you mind now. Uh, this is a, this is an apple and meat thing. I call it, how do you like them apples? This one's, uh, oh, this one's real special. This is a, a fish and vermouth. I call it sleeping with the fishes. Because 
After you drink it well. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> anyway, drink up, folks. You know, have a good time. It's uh, it's all good. It's uh, anyway, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Can you still roll me a charm with an extra dice because that was funny? Gladly. Ah, good. Um, well, one of them was a one, so hey. Excellent. I mean, you look like a bouncer, and there was some serving people there before, and these people are really stuck up, so, like, everyone who doesn't have, like, a billion dollars doesn't really... You know, they look the same to them. So they don't question it any further, and... All of the people still on the table uh, take a drink, except for the dealer, because they're not allowed to drink on the job, and you're very lucky about that. So I'll lean over to the others and go, give it like five, ten minutes, something like that. They'll, um, they'll all unexpectedly need a trip to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, what did this guy say? <laughs> well, that's very convenient, because um, we've... I assume we're making the deal, yes? Oh, yes. Always agree to deals okay. in the moment. <laughs> well, we'll take the deal because it sounds like you have just set us up very beautifully for success. Oh, is that right? How so? Uh, they want to win the next hand, and if they have to get up to go to the bathroom, he very well may win the next hand. Ah, yeah, I'll... Well, that, that is good news, because, well, 10 minutes, I mean, yeah, so 5, 10 minutes, I want to go to the bathroom, they'll be in there for 90 minutes, 2 hours, something like that, um, if they can flush it out of the system, whew, there's going to be some interesting stuff going on later on, let me tell you. What, uh, what did you do? Just out of curiosity. Oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, you know, the, the fewer questions you ask, the fewer lies I have to tell. That's fair. <laughs> and do you know, I still want to go to the good place someday. I don't want to be telling no lies. <laughs> the guy whose name you don't know, who you just made a deal with, kind of raises an eyebrow. Oh yeah, who is this guy anyway? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, what is your name? The real one, or should I also make up a disguise? I should like to know my benefactor. Ugh. <sighs> Just this once. The name's Cameron Bannier. I'm a horticulturist and alchemist. And I want those seedlings. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I was like, my fall guy, hey. And now I'm like, no, darn it. <laughs> I mean, you could still be your fall guy. Don't did catch him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to send this FUC after Rain's boyfriend. So, um, darn. There goes that plan. I'll keep thinking. You guys keep going. <laughs> Did Were you standing close enough for him to hear about the five to ten minutes thing? Oh, I'd imagine so. Then he'd probably give you the benefit of the doubt, kind of be like, all right, if I win this hand, I'll tell you where the vault is and get rid of the 15 people in security. Don't worry, no deaths. <laughs> I, I, I imagine is. I... Um, I imagine as well that uh, just due to where he was standing, he would have seen um, Horatio messing around with a load of drinks at the bar. That That's true. That is true. Okay. Then he would inform you that if he does win the scent, he will 
make good on his part of the deal, go back to the table. Everyone bets really high. And uh, miraculously, in the next five to ten minutes, all of them kind of like, you know, start to like fidget and like shift and they're like feeling uncomfortable. One after another, they kind of like get up and kind of like rush to any bathroom they can find, kind of. And in the end, it's just Cameron on the table. He very surprisingly wins the hand because he definitely didn't mess with the cards at all. <laughs> so with the Silvermine seedlings in his possession, he returns to you and goes like, all right, uh, you help me out, I'll help you out. One time thing. <laughs> uh, he goes to, um, in this room, there's like another door and an elevator, right? And he goes to the other elevator and sort of like, a minute. He goes into the elevator, elevator drives up, elevator comes back down, door goes open. Uh, all right, 15 people, no deaths, no injuries. The vault is at the back of the monitoring room. Knock yourselves out. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. That worked a lot better than I had planned. Also, just so you know, this person here is not a, just a tall redhead chef lady. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, drop the visage and go back to base dash. As you can tell, he's a lot more handsome than that. So if you want to see him a bit afterwards, some, some bit of canoodling, what have you, uh, well, we could leave your details with him, can't we? Um, is that customary? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Okay, sure. I don't know what canoodling is, but here you are. Here's my details. You can find me at uh, Club Crimson. You could find me at um, Tastes Like Crepe. You can find me at... Um, <laughs> The university, even. I might skip on the noodle, but uh, maybe I'll get a crepe sometime. They're pretty good. <laughs> uh, uh, he's happy. He has the blood tree seeds. And um, you wait till the elevator is open. All right, Horatio, well done. Um, they went from playing cards to playing craps, so well done. Oh my gosh. Yes, and let, let me tell you, they got a lot of um, decision-making to do in there because, ooh, it'll come out of both ends. I am intrigued and horrified. Well, the, the, I mean, if you want me to spill it out for you. No, I'm good. I will gladly do so. It's just not uh, particularly friendly for family years. Um, I think we should probably make our way while we have the chance. Otherwise, I fear that we may not have um, the opportunity come again. Yeah, perhaps you're right. Perhaps you're right. Anyway, let's uh, let's head up this here elevator, and uh, while we're here, I can while we while we're going up, I, we can just talk a little bit about your conversation technique. You know, it's a bit uh, depressing. Oh. Yeah, it's um, every time you speak, it makes me wanna punch you. <laughs> Is there anything I can do about that? I I, I do apologize. Well, if you, uh, it's only little things, you know. You, all you gotta do is just um, maybe change like the things that you say, and also how you say them. So it's only like two things. Well, that's not bad, <laughs> I suppose. Um, any pointers off the bat? 
Well, you know, this old book learning, you know, I've learned going, oh, I've learned all these very important things that you can't possibly understand because you're not educated and poor. Uh, you know, maybe not do that sort of a thing, you know? I, I don't think I've ever said that. Well, that's what I've heard. Well, I'm sorry. But sometimes, you know, knowledge does go a long way. Yes, and then, well, in my experience, knowledge leads you off a, a, a long pier. All right. <laughs> and while Dash Ding. and Horatio are continuing their conversation, and Cassie is maybe questioning her life decisions or just thinking of the money, who knows? Um, I'm heading towards a vault, carrying a beautiful... I'm going to say it's Ubatuba because I like the word Ubatuba stone. There's chatter around me. I'm pretty serene, though. <laughs> I'm thinking about who to make with a fall guy. It can't be Cameron. So who do we blame for this? And I'm like thinking about the people around the table and their faces as we head up this elevator. All right. And this elevator is heading right into a break. <laughs> that was good. It's got to load the next area. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> GM got to load next area. Deep. <laughs> All right, then so close to the vault, you can already smell the money, Cassie. <laughs> it's not the only thing you can smell. It's been five or ten minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, then that was the first part of our adventure today. Um, thank you, everyone, for participating so far. And I hope I'll see you in the next part. Joining us this time were Dash Zentrani. Oh, hello. I'm just your fairly well-educated fellow with uh, the ability to change face. <laughs> Our GM. Hi. <laughs> and Horatio, the regular guy. Hey, yeah. How you doing? Uh, if you got any, uh, what you call them, reviews you got um, hiding up in your cinema way, for example, this one, and I'll just switch back to my regular voice now because, you know, why not? Uh, yes, the, that was a clean segue into the fact that we've got a review to read out. Woo. Uh, this one comes from Janiite. I'm assuming that's how it's said. It's got two eyes in it. Congratulations on the extra eye. Uh, they say, Fire Breathing Kittens is awesome. This is my new favourite RPG podcast. The cast is fantastic, the characters are memorable, and the adventures are full of twists and turns. Unlike most other actual plays, these folks showcase all sorts of role-playing games, not just D&D, &D. yeah? Shining a spotlight on lesser-known gems. The episodes I've listened to are so far are hilarious, wholesome, and brilliantly acted. Definitely recommend. Thank you. Leave us a review on iTunes and we'll read it on air. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Today's mid-episode shout-out is from Victoria underscore R, who says, quote, Question. What's a cross between the Maltese Falcon and the Difference Engine? Answer. The Clarity of Cold Steel by Kevin Wright. Kindle Unlimited and Audible.com. End quote. You can arrange for us to read your shout-out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. We've got paperbacks, audiobooks, and more on Amazon and Audible, too. Read a book from us. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so it helps us out if you tell somebody about us. Thanks. All right. Welcome back to today's episode of Firebreathing Kittens. 
Would anyone like to do a very quick recap? Actually, we're in a casino. Would all of you roll a d6 for me? Four. Also four. Six. That's, that's a nice six. <laughs> Dash, would you like to briefly summarize? Sure. You can you can duel other players if you want. Do like a stechen. A what? Uh, where you like do a one-on-one and who has the higher number wins. Oh, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with doing a quick recap. So, um, <laughs> we uh, were greeted by a gentleman in a black car van, um, or carriage is what it was, right? Uh, and uh, all of the fire-breathing kittens were hired to t- do a task where we were to steal the golden goose, as it were. And um, in this casino, we, instead of going in through the front door or um, any other various means, we decided to go in through the kitchen, wielding big marble blocks. We uh, impersonated some <laughs> When you Kitchen say it folk. that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, we impersonated some uh, kitchen, working, kitchen working folk and did a little bit of espionage to figure out where we needed to go next, went through the elevator, made our way up, interrupted a gentleman's poor game of cards, helped him win with a game of craps, and from there <laughs> we made our way toward the vault. Thank you very much for that. Um, you guys are currently in the elevator, uh, riding up to the monitoring room. <clears throat> and as the doors open, you see a myriad of desk and monitors all surrounding the large steel vault door. Weirdly out of place in this gray room is a glass display with different colored cups. The way to the vault door is straight through the room, but the many pairs of eyes pose a problem. Or they would have. Cameron hadn't lied. All 15 people usually closely monitoring the casino games and the vault door led face first on their tables, knocked out. The way to the door is free. Game Master, can you describe that display? The out-of-place glass display in the room is filled with cups of different colors. It's a... your typical wooden display. You have like a wooden base, stuff in it, and like a glass cube on top. Here you go. I have a picture of it. How weird. It's almost as if it's important. Uh, Okay, I'll describe what I'm looking at to the players. It is like an aquarium, a hollow glass walls around drinking vessels or cups. They look uh, tall, uh, not squat like a mug or with a handle. They lack handles. And they're like, like maybe 10, 12 ounces. And there's one, two, three... Um, maybe like 20 of them, and there's about eight, maybe nine pink ones. It's hard to tell because they're a bit translucent and the colors are blending a bit, like five oh no. black ones and like, oh, the number of them matters, <laughs> like three neon green ones and three blue ones. Maybe there's some orange ones, but it's hard to tell. There might be two orange cups, uh, and they are inside. It looks like this glass box, does it have a lid on it or... I can't tell because it's glass. Could no. one? No. This, it just looks like a hollow glass box on like any wooden sort of cupboard. Okay, a true aquarium then in design. Kind of. Okay, uh, there might be three purple ones too. I can't tell. Maybe four. It's hard to tell what's going. The middle is a bit of a cluster mess. Um, 
Uh, three purple cups. No. One, one, one purple cup. GM, five all, the, cups. It, all the colors <laughs> are super important right now. Or the numbers of each. <laughs> I'm just wondering, because I mean, otherwise we're going to be here quite some time counting what colors are what. Yeah, c- can I drop this? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, it's there, but there's nothing hindering you from going to the door. Okay, well, I'm just asking out of game. Should I abandon counting the number of cups, or should I sit here for the next ten minutes quietly to myself and count the number of cups of each color? <laughs> you might, um, find a hint for why that display is there. Okay, you guys do your thing. I'm gonna count cups. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you with how many there are of each color. Well, um, Horatio, <laughs> uh, I'm not very keen on observing things. Um, at least not uh, not without some text or some words to read. So, how would you like to uh, lead the charge of figuring out what might give us some indication of where we need to look for the next bit of our search for this vault? Well, my, I mean, I'm no detective, but um, it would appear that the, this sign on the wall that says vault, it appears to point this direction to that big vault-looking door over there. Well, yes. It sure does. But um, usually there's a way, a secret way to get in to said vault. and That would be kind of stupid. Why would you want a secret way to get into a vault? That's like... Uh, Two, two entrances now. You're well, like having your security. I just mean like a, like a, a key or a lock or a mechanism to keep wanderers out of the vault. That's well, all yeah, I Well, yeah, probably. We can, let's go have a look at the door. That's a good idea. <laughs> I've got some numbers for you guys. Okay. You got your pens ready? Yes. I think that there are 24 total cups. This is probably not correct, but here's the numbers I've got. Five black ones, eight pink ones, four yellow ones, three blue ones, and two purple ones. And you may notice that does not add up to 24. So in other news, did you know that one out of eight males is colorblind and um, some number out of some number of females is just dumb? So I'm going to go with, (laughs) I don't know how many cups there are, but that's my guess. (laughs) That's what we're going with. (laughs) Dash, <laughs> looking for a lock on the vault door, um, you find this sort of like um, number input that we would have on like a locker, but connected to like four slots. So you you put in the numbers with like the 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 knob in the middle, but you have you have to put in like four numbers. Oh, what if the purple was blue? Two, three, six. So we've got four right. numbers. Wait, that still makes one, two, three, four colors. Four colors. Okay, okay. All right, I'm gonna wander back to the the the, the display case, pick something up in the room, and just smash it. <laughs> Let's just take the cups out, and then just line them up so we can count how many of each there are. Um. That's a genius idea. GM, how many cups are there of each color? So I just grab a chair and like <laughs> swing it and smash it up. I like you guys. Um, <laughs> sure, you do it. Um, you break the glass. 
Um, the casino will remember that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you break the glass. Um, actually, can you roll me something just to see if something happens? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, should we do fight? Fighting the glass? Sure. But that's, that's the only one that really does smashy smash stuff. <clears throat> What's your fight number? Three? Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's have a... Can I get an extra one because I'm using a chair? I mean, I guess you are preparing for it yeah. that way. That, that was my logic. <laughs> All right. Let's get some... That's a nice sound on that. Uh, a one, a two, and a five. Perfect. You miraculously managed to break it open without any of the cups breaking. I guess you just hit off, like, the edge or something. I just um, go for the top, maybe. Uh... If you sort them all out, you have nine pink glasses, five black ones, four yellow ones, and six blue glasses. Oh, that's pretty close. <laughs> Not close at all. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what was it? Wash. Um, were there any colors on those uh, dials down there? Are there any colors? Or is it just uh, no. Okay. Not that I can see. Okay, so that's only 64 different <laughs> permutations. That's all right. We got time. <laughs> I like the mods. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go alphabetical. Uh, five, six. Uh, five is six and nine is four. Nope. Okay. N um, afraid not. That's not the not the combo we're looking for. Hmm. Does any of these passed out people have a number written on their hand? Uh. Why did I say that in character voice? <laughs> I'm shouting it to you guys. <laughs> uh, anyone who wants can roll investigate to check these people's hands. Because that is finding what's hidden. That hidden, sounds like hidden. a good idea. I'll do it with oh, you. No. Oh, no. <laughs> way, oh, way. <laughs> Someone got two sixes over here. <laughs> that's one a, in 36 that's a no for me as well <laughs> you find you find a guy who's like written on his hand like apple juice but it's like smeared and it's kind of like on his face now I found, like he wanted to remember it I found a grocery list <laughs> <laughs> you find the shattered glass you shattered uh, Horatio <laughs> Well, I gotta say, there's no, there's nothing written on the inside of this glass here. <laughs> mm. Well, one down, sixty-three to go. Is it pink or is it red? It's pink. It's pink. <laughs> hmm. All of us are very confused. <laughs> so we tried five, six, nine, four. That was alphabetical. Um, wanna go Roy G. Biv? That's what I was kind of thinking, yeah. Okay. Uh, nine pink, Roy. R -O four yellow, Biv. Six blue, five black. Black is not in the rainbow, so I'm putting it last. Uh, nine, four, six, five. Dun -dun. That doesn't sound like success. Uh, let's put black <laughs> first. All colors come from darkness. Five, nine, four, six. Dun -dun. Was that success or failure? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, while I'm like spinning the dial, do I hear any um, clicks with any of those numbers? 
cracking saves is a larceny skill. Okay. Hey! Oh, mm. yes! Okay, I wow, just spin the dials, and I, I, I like put my head up next to it, and um, I've got the the stone on the other side of my head to block out all sound from the room, and my head on the wall from the safe to enhance my hearing skills. That's why I'm incorporating my archetype, because I'm angling for a second D6 over the normal D6, and I'd like to roll two D6s, please, GM. Is that okay? Well, yeah, talk okay. about being between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> oh, this is a great time to mention. Um, at the end of part two, we'll all have a title for our game master, to, or three titles for our game master to pick from. <laughs> if the listener's curious how we come up with the titles for these things, the players all suggest three at the end of part two. Okay, so as I am between a rock and a hard place, I roll 2d6, and one of them was not a six. Yay! <laughs> okay, um, you have an epiphany. As you're like, as you're between this rock and the door and you're like, listen to the clicking. You don't particularly like, you don't seem to hear anything from, from the save itself, but you're looking directly at the printer and, and something is like, blue, pink, printer, something's connecting there. Mm. And there's something that like, that you remember, which is black is key, black is K. Okay, so out of character, I have bought cyan, magenta, <laughs> and and I am looking at these colors, and I'm like, these are the colors of ink I buy for my own personal printer. In world, I wonder if my fantasy assassin would notice <laughs> or know about. It's a magical printer. <laughs> She's not magical at all. Um, how would I? That she this... would know a printer. <laughs> Ah, wow, this is some role-playing here. Uh, what does my patio installer thug say to you guys so you investigate the printer? You could just say, hey, that printer's making a weird noise. See if, oh, yeah. <laughs> see if like, a rat's stuck in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sure. I... <laughs> the printer's going... Is it making it's a warming noise, up. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Uh, are you afraid of it? Do you really urgently have feels... to do something and really need it to work? Because then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing anything but printing. Uh, yeah, honestly, I think this is just a situational coinkitink where she takes the stone off of her head. She's like, I do not hear it. I do not hear any clicking. Hmm. And she just walks over and leans on the printer and not knowing what it is, leans on a button. Like how a cat can turn on a printer and act startled. Just situational coinkitink. And uh, I pressed a button, GM, on the printer, and then I'm going to back away from it, and my friends can investigate it. I do not have that skill. Oh, that's the um, that's the uh, work desk five thousand. Uh, it's really <laughs> good at uh. Anyway, it's a bunch of technical mumbo jumbo you probably wouldn't much care for. So um. No, no, it's okay. Give us a technical mumbo jumbo. Maybe it's useful. Um, GM, if you'd like, I could roll a spellcraft to see if I know anything about it. I was just going to offer it to you. Go ahead. Would you say I'd be prepared for this from my, uh, studies and tutoring? Yeah, you probably had to magical print some stuff for your essay or something. And, you know, then you have your magical paper jam and you have to magically refill the magic ink. All very magical stuff. All right, that is a success. You see sort of an error message 
on the magic screen. <laughs> the crystal display. Something about the ink. And when you open this thing up, because you had to do this a bunch of times, you know how. You open it up, and in this text replicator, you see four types of ink. Cyan, magenta, yellow, and key, which is black. Okay. Um, Dash will, like, how most people will, like, get under the hood of a car to, like, work on the engine and stuff. He'll, like, get his body deep inside trying to, like, mess with it and look at it. And he's just going to start shouting out in order. All right. um, Try this. Um, The blue one, the, the pink one. The the uh, the yellow one, and the black one. Yeah, so that's a nine. No, sorry, five nine four six, right? We have tried that number before. Well, let's just try it again. Okay, we try it again. <laughs> hey, maybe we just put in key 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 key. I try five 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 five. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to recount the glasses, maybe? There's nine pink glasses. Five black ones, four yellow ones, and six blue glasses. Yeah, black was key. Five, five, five. Okay, five. try uh, six, nine, four, five. Click, click. You did it. That was blue, pink, yellow, black. Why? I am so confused. Okay, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll let you figure it out in the edit. <laughs> awesome. I look forward to it. That was a GM mistake. But hey, you did it anyway. Good job. <laughs> It was a weird printer. It's a magic printer. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you did it anyway. Very proud of you. Well, um, let's go see what this golden goose is they got inside here. How much do you want to bet it is actually a golden goose? Well, I'm not a betting man, so uh, I don't know, like uh, 10 gold? I- I'd be willing to wager that. What about you, Cassie? 10 gold on a golden goose? Cassie is quite the gambler. Well, she used to be. She thought that one way to make money would be to take your money and put it in some high-risk, high-reward investment. And then she lost it all to Volume Kimbo. And now she doesn't gamble anymore, even though she wants to, because the concept of more money intrigues her. But she says, Eh, sorry, I am uh, 600 days sober from gambling. <laughs> wow, you've gone a long time. Well, how, 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 how about this, Panache? You know, um, if you... <laughs> So we'll do that one, and then uh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do you another 10 gold that whatever is in there is real difficult to get out again. I do believe you'd probably be right. So I have a question for you guys. When you make the uh, Sefiosi family angry, uh, they kill you, yeah? Well, if you're lucky, yeah. So, uh, why, why are we, uh, doing this without a, uh, a fall guy? Oh, I know. We take one of these guys from here, right? We make them uh, sleep with the fishes. It'll look like it was an inside job and they ran away. And they get blamed for it. What do you think? We kill one person, we save ourselves. I mean, it's not a bad idea. You're, you're learning quick. An innocent person. Okay, pick the guiltiest of this 15. How would we know without talking to them? Well, let's do what everyone does, just judging by appearance. <laughs> I'm not everyone. Well, clearly. Just because, you know, you'd have many more bodies. Tell you what, I will anyway. look oh, away. Oh, do you have magic? 
Do you have the, uh, the, the magic stuff, right? I just wave my hands. Uh, use the magic to see who has uh, blood on their hands here. We kill a killer, it's fine. I. Uh, hey, I hey, suppose, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, hey, let's not go pointing fingers all of a sudden, okay? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, GM, I would like to see if, um, G, or if Dash, uh, could use magic in some kind of way to understand the morality of these folks that are passed out. Who's killed the most people in this room, not counting the player characters? Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, from your time uh, studying, you know how monitors work. <laughs> um, these guys are watching for cheaters at the casino. Um, no, let's do you do some magic stuff. That's cooler. Um, you, you put a hand on one of the monitors and basically use it as sort of like a scrying lens in a way. Um, these things have like all the information, they like, they look at a lot of people, they have a lot of information from the casino. Um, there's some, some data saved about like various criminals and stuff that they don't want to see at the casino. And while you're arcanely sort of like going through the files and minds and sort of like auras, uh, in general, this casino doesn't have a bad reputation. But you know, you now know, one specific dealer um, regularly uh, basically cheats on the clients. Hmm. Hey, Dash is humming. So which of these people uh, secretly kills uh, children or something in this room that we can get rid of? Uh, well, that's the thing, right? Uh, I don't know that they're actually in this room. Um, it's one of the dealers, actually. One of the card sharks, so to speak. They actually cheat. Uh, we could, we could grab him, take him out back, and, uh, I don't know. Oh, how? How did you uh, get this information? It's so cool, magic. Oh, uh, I just tapped into the, the spell core, and I, uh, um, well, I've been working with spell cores for quite a few years now, and uh, it takes practice and some a little bit of understanding, but it's really relatively easy once you get the hang of it, honestly. Whoa, 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 Mr. Show-Off already over here. <laughs> but, uh, but can you not just, you know, turn into that guy and then... We get him on, get his face on the surveillance, just leave him with the whatever golden goose is in there. You know what? That's actually a way better idea than what I had in mind. So, thank Oh, yeah. You. Let's let them question him. Does this mean that these uh, screens here, and I wave my hands at the screens, they have uh, the images of us? Yes. Could we do anything about that? I could probably um, tap into the spell core again and just... Um, Oopsie, it's gone. What happened to them? Oh, how mischievous. <laughs> but that would require one of you to probably drink a little bit of booze. Or I could do it. I could do it. That's fine. I just, I might be a little stumbly as I'm walking out with the other gent's face. I'm confused. Why do you have to get drunk to erase our faces from the security footage? I'm just uh, trying to use the game's mechanics of like the spell cores and the booze. And how dare you? <laughs> like drinking some of the booze to make it disappear from the spell core. Should we all have alcohol when we play this game, you guys, and like real life throw them back when we throw a spell back? 
for every time you die in the system. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'm going to write that down for a future game. <laughs> <laughs> Shot each death. Perfect. <laughs> we'll call it drink or die. <laughs> I'd lose that game very easily. So yeah, I guess uh, would that be something Dash could do? Is tap into it? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think I would like a roll again, okay. just to see if I can make some evil things. I just barely succeeded. All right, you would say they're erased. I would say they're erased. Okay. Yep. Um, and I mean, you've been you've been working with spell cores for a long time, so. We should have no worries. Um, just hide your face from the rest of the uh, footage, the uh, monitors, from here on out, and we'll be okay. Okay, and I take somebody's hat. <laughs> hey, get off my hat. Not yours. <laughs> you need one, too. <laughs> I take one of the 15 people passed out's hat, if they have one. If not, whatever. <laughs> Is it vault time? So our faces are faces are deleted so far, and I will change my face to the face of the dealer. Nice. So I don't know about you guys, but it feels like we've been standing outside this vault door an awfully long time. Uh, should we uh, go in and uh, reappropriate this um, this fortune? Yes, the gold. <laughs> the golden goose, as it were. Oh, after you. Oh, I, I go first. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, you can't keep me from it. I'm like oh, smog styling. You know, like I'm like dreaming of rolling in the gold coins. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Cash. You're the, you're you're the front man in all this. You're you, you know you're gonna be our patsy. Yeah. Um. You're not stealing. You want just you want to just be in there, <laughs> forever. I'll follow. My head hung low. <clears throat> all right. When you finally make it into the vault, you step into a square room with two sections. There's a see-through wall surrounding a square in the middle of the room. Behind those walls, you can see gold coins stacked up at least halfway to the ceiling. On the inside of those see-through walls is what looks like a little pen with a white pedestal in the middle. Perched on top of the pedestal is a graceful white goose sporting diamond-studded sunglasses. You've found the golden goose. And it has also found you as the goose turns its head to look at the people who just entered its room and honks at you. They're very much alive, golden goose. Uh, I hate to say I told you so, but um, I told you so. Yeah, I guess you're right. Here's your, here's, your, here's your filthy blood money. <laughs> that doesn't look very um, friendly. One of you. What, the money or the goose? Uh, the goose. <laughs> it honks. <laughs> um. Looks at list of skills. Does not include animal handling. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Let's think about this. I'm good at larceny and intimidation. Do I... You could try and intimidate the goose, but uh, <laughs> let me tell you, from personal experience, they do not scare easy. They don't. <laughs> the goose will win that fight. <laughs> uh, Probably. It's a mafia goose. Yeah, I'm going to let my charming friend charm it. You know, I hear that if the goose thinks you're its mom, it'll follow you willingly around, you know? Uh... GM, do you think Dash could change his appearance to a large goose? Yeah, but if you <laughs> do that, when 
You do that, then we lose our Patsy. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> no, you don't have to. You do not have to be a goose for it to uh, think you are its mother. They are quite uh, <clears throat> dumb animals. So, hey. The goose honks at you. <laughs> they, yeah, that's fine. They often uh, they bond with whoever they see first when they hatch. All right, so we're assuming that I'm the first one it's seen since it's hatched. Yes? Somebody is. Or was. Hey, I've got a great idea. How about, and I just reach into my, my jacket pocket, I pull out the fish bones I got earlier. I'll just rub you with these fish bones so you smell like fish. Then the goose will follow you. But now hold still. <laughs> There's like a fish bone massage going on. <laughs> Our GM is looking up if geese eat fish. <laughs> yeah. They do. <laughs> I don't like the way I smell now. Thank you. Well, I'm just making it better. Mm. <laughs> it's okay. That'll be gone soon. You'll smell like fish. It is looking at you with interest. <laughs> it's like cocking its head a little. I'll take a few careful steps forward. Hey, goosey, goosey. It keeps looking at you. <laughs> it's not getting off the pedestal. Hey, Bash, try and honk a bit. <laughs> Dash will clear his throat. <laughs> I'm your friend. Maybe even your mother. Come on. <laughs> this was just a prank, wasn't it? You smell good, but <laughs> you don't look like food. Wait. Hey, did any of you hear that ghost just speak? Hey, Jason, it also seemed to understand when I insulted it earlier. A hey, goose. Uh... Hello, it is uh, nice to meet you. You seem intelligent. It honks at you. Why not? Okay. So you can talk to me. Honk, honk. Yourself. <laughs> uh, just in case you are intelligent, I will say I noticed that you are stuck in a cage. Geese, they like water. You do not have a pond in this cage. So we will do it. A nice thing for you today. We will free you and take you to a place where you can have your own lake. And uh, I hear geese, they live in pairs. You do not have a pair. We'll take you to a place. Maybe you can find a nice second goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it honks. At the mention of a lake, it does look sad for a moment. <laughs> then it looks at the gold and is like, hmm. But it keeps looking sad. You can definitely understand us. <laughs> He, he shakes his head. <laughs> Would you like to come with us? We can offer you food. Some of this more yummy, delicious smelling fish uh, that I currently smell like, thanks to our friend Horatio. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and we can find you a lake with a, another being that you can share your lake with. Another goose, so to speak. At the mention of food, fresh fish, um, it looks a lot more interested. <laughs> yeah. It's not coming down from the podium yet, though. <laughs> Horatio, do you have any more of that food in your pocket? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, what you got? We got um, uh, these spikes. No, we probably want to save those for later. Oh, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah, I got an old uh, tuna salad. 
Uh, it's been hanging out in there for a good couple of days now, but it's probably still good, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. How's about it, Goosey? <laughs> um, it still refuses to like step down from the podium, but it holds out like a leg, like it expects you to like pick it up, or so it can step onto your hand. <laughs> um. I present a ubatuba platform for it so it can be carted about like a king it looks very pleased <laughs> it steps onto the it steps onto the stone especially because it's marble oh man i'm presenting it like high up in the air like this is the goose you know it's incredibly pleased <laughs> this is this is how how this goose should be handled all right um if you'd like, I can take the, the goose so that the cameras see me, or the monitors see me, and um, you will be cleared. I hand my... By the way, GM, this is my spell core. I hand my weapon to my friend and uh, tip my hat a little bit so my head is covered. And there's gold in here, right? There's a lot of gold. Well, I bend over. All I can see is my back or any overhead cameras, and I start... Fill in my pockets. I mean, there's no... Actually, there probably would be a camera in the vault, yeah. Shovel, 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 shovel. Sylvie said as much as you can carry, you can have some. <laughs> Sweet. I look a little slower than I was before, and um, I'm, like, tying my... My, like... My clothes are, like... I've gained some weight, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Suddenly. <laughs> These buffets in this town, you know... Damn carbs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your plan? You have a goose on a. You have a goose on marble. You have sudden gold weight gain. Well, I I, I guess it's time to get out of here. Um, actually, I I I think I might have seen something. I there's some uh, what's that? Uh, interesting potions look like down here. I'll catch you guys up. These look here. Uh, I haven't seen these in a long time. And then I'm just going to go down into the corner where you can see a load of, um, like, glass bottles and stuff. And just going to kind of root, root around and then just go, oh, you guys, go, 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 go. Give me, like, let me know if anyone's coming, all right? Well, if you don't want to split up from the party, you don't have to. I was doing the same thing with the piles no, of gold. it's okay. Don't worry. Okay, if you want to, you can. <laughs> Also, I might need to, you know, pee a little bit in here, and I don't want to. Uh, I'm gone. Yep. Bye. I don't want it to save, you know, <laughs> yeah. ruin our relationship and all that. Yeah, I'm not there to talk to. Bye. Yeah, I, sh I shouldn't um, <laughs> let the goose see that. That, that. that would be a sore sight for the goose. So, um, enjoy yourself. Goose nods. <laughs> and once. Right. Well, uh, well, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go do my thing and GM. If you've checked your chats you know what that is and then i'm gonna uh just yeah i'm gonna pile up a couple of bottles in my my jacket as well and i'm gonna skadoodle the, right. to catch up i also am gonna you know do do my business so in the meantime i guess you guys would have made it probably to the high risk high rewards area already um the moment you walk to the elevator to get back into the main hall, a fire alarm goes off and the elevator refuses to open. 
I mean, it does say do not use in the event of fire. <laughs> I always thought they were just suggestions. <laughs> There's some bathrooms, and uh, it's been oh, a while, so I'll recap were. the room. That's what they were. Um, the high risk, high rewards area has the bathrooms to the side, um, the tables with the glass tubes, the two elevators, and another door to the side, and this is also where the balcony connects to that you can see from the main hall. Can you describe that all again? You have the actual gambling area with the tables around the glass tubes. You have the bathrooms. You have the elevator that leads down to the main hall that you can't use. The elevator that leads up to the monitoring room that you also can now can't use anymore. And you have a door to the left side that says staff only. Oh, yeah, on the, the balcony. Hmm. This is one of the squishier games we've been in, like, system-wise. So I don't think my character can jump off of a second-story balcony and go on to the, like, you know. And that would attract a lot of attention. You guys don't think that's a way out, right? The only way out is through that staff-only door? Unless I can use some of the bottles, craft us a couple of spell cores, and use those to allow us a, at least momentary flight capability and glide our way back down to the to the surface yes everyone will look at the flying people though and the goose <laughs> oh mm. yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna peer over the balcony and see like what's going on downstairs because i imagine you know the fire alarm's going off there's gonna be quite a lot going on on the main floor yeah a lot of the Guests are kind of like rushing outside. It's, um, quite a few are being like ushered along by sort of. There's about four um, sort of people in in suits with sunglasses down there who are kind of like trying to evacuate the people. Um, you can see a lot of people are running into the kitchen, like a lot of the servers and stuff. Kind of like, oh no, is the food on fire? That's terrible. We're gonna be fired. Um, and. The door you haven't been in, uh, a woman is looking out of that one, but she is, contrary to everyone else, is being ushered back in. Hey, how about we take advantage of this? Uh, we can, we can just say that we're, uh, like the, what the, the Don's like personal guard or whatever, and just say we're getting his prized possession out of the casino. Yes, the goose must be alive to be the golden goose. It's something... I'm going to try to use my archetype to larceny roll to deceive to go into that staff-only area as well with that lady. So, like, because we need to, because we're the goose protectors. Yeah? <laughs> Trouble is, I still look like the dealer. Well, the dealer works here. The dealer's the secret staff. You know, you got to have some uh, secret shoppers, sort of, right? Like, layers of layers of confidentiality. So little did everybody else know, but this dealer's in charge of the goose. Fair enough. Use it to your advantage, my friend. All right, so I'm going to try to roll larceny with one dice standard, and then one die if it directly relates to either of your archetypes, which you thought was marble carrier, but which is really goose carrier. <laughs> Upgrade. Can I roll 2d6, Jim? Sure. I mean, if there's one thing I believe Cassie can do, it's opening locks <laughs> and whacking people with heavy objects. <laughs> Neither of those was a six. Yeah, I'm good. 
So what I say to the person in this deaf door is, Yes, sir, we have to go, sir. Yes. Very matter of fact. The bouncer looks unhappy. She looks surprised and then excited. But she, like, she wants to say something, but the bouncer kind of, like, shoves her back in and closes the door. Behind all of us, right? I mean, he's looking at you. Ew, no. ew. Degus also needs safety according to the plan. The vault has a fire safety feature. He reaches up to his ear. I have other slabs. At that point, if my deceit is not successful, which according to the dice it was, but um, hey, I can also, I would like to um, jam a slab horizontal style into their throat. <laughs> can I roll the fight? Yes. All right, that's 2d6 because my slab is my archetype. Can I just need one? Oh my goodness. I succeed. Their throat does not. You just knock them out. <laughs> like it just goes, bop. you know, like bop. And he just kind of, like, falls over. He doesn't seem mauled or anything. He's just <clears throat> sleeping. <laughs> I take the earpiece, and we proceed into the staff-only room, right, guys? Indeed. Yeah. I put the earpiece on my ear, because I'm supposed to be here. You hear kind of what's going on now. Yes. <laughs> you hear where people are being evacuated to. You hear a kind of... The people like trying to figure out where the fire is and who's calling uh, firefighters and stuff like that. So you can definitely use that to like outmaneuver security, and we'll take that as the reward for your uh, for your first roll. Also, <laughs> yay! Thank you. So with us in the room with the door behind us, that lady's none the wiser that that guard's uh, not just... She would assume he's standing behind the door, right? So, all right, you guys, we're in the area. Ta-da! Jazz hands. You take over now. <laughs> right, let's go over to this uh, this uh, floor plan on the, on the wall over here. Let's just have a look at the route down and see if we can... If there's any, like, sneaky back routes or anything, or else we're going to need some more distractions. You can see on the plan that downstairs, you're basically just like in a connecting room between the infirmary and the high-risk, high-reward area, which you can kind of extrapolate as being used for like the VIPs like getting sick or something, so they can still be transported to the infirmary. And <laughs> they, they get the craps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um... The woman from before isn't here anymore, but there is no other way to go, so you can imagine she's in the infirmary downstairs. And the infirmary also has, like, one door into the main hall, but that's it. Hey, uh, Mustache, you wanna uh, go, maybe go back into the monitoring room and see if you can do any jiggery-pokery with the with your monitors? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, those fire crews are getting close. You wanna maybe see if you can do some, uh... Some magic, some sort of thing, uh, get them to maybe uh, get like security to go over the other side of the casino so we get a clear shot downstairs. That's a good idea, yeah, a little distraction, right, all right, yeah. I give you the earpiece, and I wait here. Put it, jog it in my ear. I'll run up to the, uh, Dash will run up to the monitor room and um, attempt another, like, fiddling with the spell cores try to mess with a alarm system saying that there's something coming out the back so we can try to run out the front or something or toward, toward the infirmary i mean 
That's where we're wanting to go, right? Yeah. I mean, you can go to the infirmary already. It's just on the stairs. Dash is trying to go backwards, backtrack to the monitoring room yeah. to use the information from the earpiece yeah. to direct the security crew in a region of the casino that we're not preparing to flee down to give us all the prepared dice in our upcoming rolls because we prepared um, fewer enemies. You can choose You can choose one room where you specifically activate the alarm if you want. That would be the kitchen, the main hall, the high-risk, high-reward area, the monitoring room, or the infirmary. Hmm. What do you guys think? What room would be best? Kitchen. Kitchen? Hmm. Yeah. Or main hall. Your choice. But definitely not the high risk reward or the infirmary. Maybe the vault. <laughs> we could trap. Oh, sorry. Uh, the infirmary is on the first floor. Oh, so it, does it go outside? No, no, it doesn't go outside. It oh. goes into the main hall. It goes into the main hall. Okay. It's yeah, just kitchens. connected to the high risk reward per stairs. So you're basically opening the door. There's a stairway. You open the door downstairs. There's the infirmary. But you, you you know that already because you looked at the plans. Yeah. Okay. So the room we don't have to run through is Probably the kitchen. So we'll send yeah. we'll send them through to the kitchen and we'll go out the front door. Yeah, you go and work on that and then we'll get this goose a bit further down and you can meet us there. Hey, you know what we could do? Horatio? <laughs> it is best to wear the outfit for the job you need to do. I would like to in the infirmary toilet paper mummy style this goose to disguise it with all the bandages Yes. and okay. disguise the goose. Hey, ironically, uh, had we uh, decided to go through the kitchen, we could have got one of those like silver a, a cloche ah. plates. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that would have been great. Much better than mummy goose. Oh, well, we already did it, so... <laughs> Okay, um, how, how can we disguise this goose? Uh, this might be a Horatio thing because, again, my skills don't align with disguising the goose. Can you do anything? Yeah, sure, I can do that. Uh, how about we, uh, yeah, we'll just wrap it up. It's no big deal. What do we? How about we just, like, wrap some gauze around its, like, its eyes <laughs> so it's now a blind goose? Gooses tend to look quite similar, so uh, if we replace the sunglasses with uh, some <laughs> some gauze, they'll think it's a different goose. The goose honks. <laughs> See, the goose is in on it. The goose honks again. See, the goose is very one of a kind, and it is appalled. <laughs> these do not sound like happy honks. <laughs> I got some of these goose tranquilizers. I I nicked back a bit the the vault. I thought they might come in useful. They would have nothing that can hurt their precious goose. <laughs> okay, so I made these myself. What you gonna do? <laughs> Sometimes a guy's gotta take a little goose tranquilizer just to take the edge off at the end of the day. <laughs> so it's got sunglasses on. Can we give it a little bit of some alcohol? Get it relaxed? I like the tranquilizer idea. It's sitting by the side of the pool. It's on the chase lounge. It's got the sunglasses. It's got the drink in its hand. Can we, like, give it... Uh... A weekend at Goosey's. What? We're going to weekend at Goosey's. We're going to weekend at Goosey's? Yeah, we're going to... Because we can disguise it like some other race that's about this height, right? So we can make it the reclining halfling by the pool <laughs> in the chase lounge. So I get like a little uh, hospital bed thing from the infirmary that's made for small. This is a fantasy realm. There's some two foot tall yeah. people here. 
and I uh, put it on the slab so that the goose can recline in full leisure. And my friend has given it tranquilizers. Everybody loves tranquilizers. Oh, how about we just cover it in a sheet? Make make it look like it's dead. We'll go out of the out of the side. Make make it look like it died in the fire. <laughs> That's another idea. I don't know if the goose is going to go for that or not. That's what we got the tranquilizers for. <laughs> okay. All right. The nurse that's been in the room the entire time. Where did you come from? <laughs> oh, good. Someone who's someone who's qualified to do this. Come on. <laughs> okay, we gotta, GM. We gotta have room descriptions from now on. <laughs> okay. You didn't even enter the room yet. <laughs> oh, we're not. Okay, wait. We're not in the room yet. <laughs> None of that happened. Give us a room description, GM. That all happened on the way down to the infirmary. <laughs> oh. All right. You open the door to the smell of antiseptics and white ceiling and floor. Uh, upon stepping in, you realize you've ended up in some sort of infirmary. There's a brunette nurse noting down things on a clipboard. Uh, not too far from where you're standing. And there's an unguarded door opposite of your door. I mean, there's also like hospital beds and stuff, but... You already figured that out, just by knowing that it's an infirmary. <laughs> Again, she sees the goose, and she looks excited. Ah, great. Hey, nurse, we got an emergency over here. This, uh, th this goose has uh, ingested some highly volatile materials, and we gotta get it out to a proper hospital pronto. So, uh, how about we make like a tree and, um, get out of here? I, I I agree with that. There's just a there's a there's a bouncer at the door, and uh, he probably won't let us leave. So what that what with the fire going on? What sort of bouncer is that? Uh, not a very nice one. But no, um, that's true. I know a lot of bouncers like that guy. Watch people burn if they're poor enough. So uh, say, is there some sort of like back exit we can get out of? Just uh. Avoid that guy? Sounds like he sucks. I mean, I guess you took care of the other one, so we could go back up. Back up? How are we going to get out of the casino? You know, the stairs. This goose has got to get to a doctor right away. <laughs> she looks at the goose. The goose, like, looks at her and goes like... See? <laughs> <laughs> Those are some ill honks right there. <laughs> It's very bad at acting, but it's trying its best. <laughs> well, let's face it, I've never seen many good goose actors. She goes, Oh, yeah, absolutely. We gotta get, we gotta get this goose out of here. You know, the boss definitely wouldn't like it if uh, a, a certain avian uh, sunglass enthusiast were to uh, die of, you know, getting burned up. Absolutely. We just, you know, if if you guys lead the way. Oh wait, hang on. We we gotta get your little something something. Um, you there, uh, Cassie? Don't tell the other guy about it. I remembered your name. <laughs> uh, give the lady uh, some uh, some moolah. Give her some uh, give her some cha-ching <laughs> for her troubles. You know. I just reach in my pocket and I bring out like. A solid gold bar and I look at it sadly as I hand the gold bar over to the nurse 
She seems conflicted. It's heavy. It's so heavy. When it falls into her hand, her hand, like, drops by half a foot. <laughs> yeah, she looks at it, like, a little distressed, and then she, like, can you roll me? Let's see. I guess she would have to roll. Give me a second. She looks very conflicted. And when you drop it in her hand, it looks so heartbroken. She is just like, I can't do this. And she, like, she, like, shoves it kind of, like, back into your hands. And it's like, okay, listen. All I want to do is also just to get out of here, okay? So I'm not your enemy or anything. Just, like, get me out of here and we're all good, okay? <laughs> okay, we have a plan. We get a full-size stretcher. We put you in the stretcher. And we put the goose in your lap. We cover you both with a sheet because you're a horrible burn victim. And we rush you out of this place. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to give this uh, goose a couple of tranquilizers just to keep it quiet. Oh yeah, if anybody finds yeah, the honky that's a good idea. I I'm I mean I'm I may not be an expert, but in my experiences corpses do not honk. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Is Dash back yet? It could be. Okay, because you got the kitchen alarm. I mean from from a GM perspective, the kitchen alarm is on. Okay. I, I I imagine he wanders in just as I'm saying gooses do not honk. No, corpses do not honk. <laughs> I'm confused, but intrigued. I, I do think we, we should go because we have a very limited time before the security force comes back this way. Yeah, it, uh, we, we were just working on it, all right? The cool your jet sunshine. All right. No, I'm just kidding. It's good to see you. Come on, let's go and uh, <laughs> let's go and finish the job already. How can I help? That's a good question. We hadn't really, we'd kind of forgotten about you, if I'm perfectly honest. So, uh, yeah, well, 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 what we're doing is just um, fixing this lady up here as a, as a corpse and we're sticking the goose on as well. We just, oh, what you can do is if you want to look like this lady, hey. the one that works in the infirmary, then you we can just uh, sail right on out of here. Yeah, that works for me. And change face and... Um, um, and now we have to fake your death. <laughs> she... <laughs> If you'd like, oh. <laughs> we could do a little bit of a performance. Jess, do you know where the cameras are? Yes. Um, you are a lot of deadly pills. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> also, there is a fire. Or you could start one. I could start one. We could all start one. Or I could just do a little bit of magic. Oh, I look very impressed. <laughs> I've never seen magic. Like, I, I can't work magic. I'm like, that makes life so much easier. It's just on my face. <laughs> I could do a little bit of magic, and then to the camera's eye, it'll look like a big explosion. But really, we just dash out the back. See what I did? I worked my name in there. <laughs> what explosion? Dash. <laughs> uh, never mind. That, that still doesn't sound right. So, GM. Is that the plan? I think so. I'd like to try to do some spell spellcraft. Yeah. Yes, give me a spellcraft roll, please. Uh, would anyone uh, let's see? Just two, is that right? I mean, I can give you a hand if you like, because my spellcraft is like a five. And you can probably provide some blood. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What sort of what sort of blood do you want? We'll make it look realistic. <laughs> what sort of blood do you want? <laughs> well, my blood is rather purple, so I don't know that. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, you got loads of that. Cameron uh, is getting hungry. 
We, let's see, we got Violet, we got Mauve, we got Lilac, we've got Lavender, we got um we got like kind of a kind of um somewhere in kind of like an opalescent kind of uh shimmery purple. Is that your kind of deal? Actually, let's have a look at your blood. Okay, I've got got just the one here. This has this one's is actually your blood. <laughs> I picked it up earlier. All right. Well, we'll we'll use that to add to the illusion. Um, GM, I rolled a three and a four and a six. All right. You gather your magic. Your spell core is whirring. You reach for the fabric of reality and put another layer on top, creating a very convincing explosion in the infirmary. Some blood splatter on the floor. <laughs> Flying pieces of debris, the door flying away. I'm just gonna say one of you like kicked it, so it's like in the illusion, but it's also. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna hit the bouncer in the face because why not? So he's distracted by the door and the explosion, and he's like backing off. He doesn't want to get burned because the the air is suddenly hot. Yeah. Then you have a line to the main entrance that you could dash to. See, why does everyone keep saying that word? No reason. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> right, anyway, let's... Uh, so you, you, you've you switched into to nurse person, right? Yeah. Okay, let's get out of here. Well, well, the bouncer sees you die, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you switch out of nurse person. Might as well be the person we're setting up, that dealer. Mm-hmm. Back into them, yeah. Man, the bouncer just had a, a hard moment. He just watched the nurse horribly die in an explosion. And there's blood on the wall now. That got hit by the door. Yeah, whoa. A little bit of cooked blood in here. Ew. <laughs> yep. That's cooked blood, all right. And then, yeah, we uh, try to... I'm pushing a stretcher with a sheet over it. And we're evacuating, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Through the front door. <laughs> I mean... Most of the security is in the kitchen looking for the fire. <laughs> yeah, good job, Dash. All right. So you make it out of the casino with a goose and a nurse. You manage to steal the golden goose, dealing a heavy blow to the Saviozi image. With your gold pooping new friend, you head back to the <laughs> guild to receive payment. <laughs> when you get back to... Mm, uh, do we go to the guild? we gotta have a moment when we're in safety you know far away from the casino where we have a little chat right guys well i imagine we would have just like we would have agreed to meet up at a, a separate location with the with the client you know yeah we gotta have a place before we meet the client where we the party have a chat L yeah like under a bridge or something i can offer a scenic uh big bird air basket ride back to the edge of the desert. <laughs> you do gotta get back to the edge of the desert to That's the carriage. That's true. We do. Hmm. Okay. So, the buyer, the job giver thinks we're going southeast to go back to Nikimoy, right? But I know that northwest are a bunch of tall tree forest, you know, areas. And there's, like, the city of Metafav and there's suburbs there. So there's, like, monster-free, relatively tranquil, possibly lake-having areas. And so once we get out of the casino, I, I talk to you guys and I say, do you guys? Oh, also, I take the sheet off. 
all of you guys. How are you doing? Well, um... Free! <laughs> Was that the goose or the nurse? <laughs> it's the nurse, but the goose goes like the, in the same moment, like... <laughs> eh, Dash, Horatio, I noticed that we have a goose who lays golden eggs, and also a nurse. A nurse, tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> I mean, is this the right time to do an interview? Do you want us to say goodbye to you here, or do you need help, or what's going on? Uh, I, I was going to ask you if maybe you could get me, uh, to Nicomore, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can totally do that. Hop on, let's go. Done. Granted. Okay, you'll go there. Now, Goose, we gotta have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that you poop gold. <laughs> <laughs> and... Previously, you were living in a really boring room with no lake and no other geese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so cute. I have been looking for a source of gold, and I can offer you to arrange, because you make the money, I make the purchases, I can buy you your own land. Mm. <laughs> really, all this job was, was to screw over the people who used to keep you on a pedestal. And we did mm. that, because we took you. Mm. So, Jim, what I'd like to do is... Using the goose's own funds, establish a trust in uh, one of my names, you know, how about Cassie Anderson? And I want to <laughs> buy the goose some land and its own security team, and the land has a lake where geese that migrate might stop by, you know, maybe pick up a little goose friend, who knows, yeah. I mean, that that kind of sounds like a quite a long-term investment and not something that can quite easily be done when we've just escaped a heist. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is the goose is not going to the person who arranged us for to do this job is my intention. And if I can well, talk about... How, how do you expect to get paid at the end of this? It's the goose poops a gold. <laughs> she has a point. We could just cut out the middleman and just <laughs> take the money factory. <laughs> Well, do I got some bad news for you? That stuff right there, that's only gold-plated. Is this true, GM? <laughs> She's rolling. 50-50 chance. Some are real, some aren't. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, that makes it, hey, you know, hey, we feed you more eggshells, you get a little more protein in your diet, you have a, you know, I make the okay symbol. <laughs> But I'm 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 just saying, you know, if we get it back to the client, then what we can do is maybe do some further negotiation, get it the uh, get maybe a share of the ongoing goal. We get some uh get some like rules in place just to make sure the goose has like some sort of good life, you know. I imagine they want to be able to use the gold themselves. Maybe they can, you know, send us a little some and some in some way and also you know, if uh, if the Safiosi know that uh, that we definitely don't have it because they have it, a note from the, like the client, then they go after them and not us. How much value is the gold that I have in my pockets? Would you say like one third of seventeen thousand, or like seventeen thousand, or I guess one third of seventeen thousand? Okay, I hand it to Horatio, and I say, eh. You have been paid for this mission, so talking to the Minotaur person is entirely whatever you want to do. You can hire someone to replace me. Dash can replace me, 
But me and this goose, I think we are closer friends than I've ever made friends with anybody before. Goose, I take care of you. <laughs> and I might try to double cross you, take the goose and leave. Um, but I give you a lot of gold from the vault. So maybe you won't kill me. And who cares? People kill me. It's a normal day for me. So yeah, I'm going to flee from Horatio with this goose. <laughs> also the nurse, I promised her. Oh no, the nurse wants to go to Nicomore. Okay, all right. Dash, your party members are kind of arguing about what happens to the goose. <laughs> what do you do? I think there, there, there has to be another way. We could probably use something to represent the fact that we got the goose out of there. I don't recall this gentleman saying we had to give them the golden goose. We just had to get it out. We had to steal it. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I, that's what I heard let, in the beginning. Let, let me just double check the wording on the contract. It's us too. Yeah, it doesn't say give over. Yeah. Okay. My 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 mind is a little less uh, fraught because you know, as 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 you know, you know, if you got the one of the families on your back, then you don't necessarily want to uh, piss them off. So if you would take their golden goose as they see it now, then they might come after you because you reneged on the deal. Mm, yes. Thankfully. They don't want this something goose. I sus- something I suspect you did not think about. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the client didn't want the goose. Um, well, yes, we know that now. But I just wanted to make sure. Um, so, yeah, I think we've I think we've done everything that the client, the Monte Leone, hired us for. They wanted us to screw over the Safiosi, you know. They wanted us to take away their gold source, which we did. We also set up a fall guy the casino dealer, and we saved a nurse question mark. So, Horatio, I think we did the job fantastically. How about we, uh, j- just to appease the client, I'm just, you know, thinking ahead. Someone's got to, right? How about we just, let's make our way back to Nicomoy. You, like, you live there anyway, that's where you probably get the land for the goose. Then on the way, the goose lays an egg. We'll take the egg back to the client. There's some tangible proof, and then you can go and take the goose and do whatever you want with it. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So we're approaching Nikimoy, GM. I agree with this. Mm -hmm. Dash, anything you want to add? I think that sounds like a very fair and excellent way to deal with this goose. Alright. When the the guild comes back into sight, uh, you already see the client and driving the car (laughs) each... Is again the Minotaur Man. Um, when you step out, do you still have the goose like on you, or do you just have the egg? As Horatio said, we have the egg. We have proof. Entirely disregarding the golden egg in your arms, the nurse sprints out of the carriage and runs into your client's arms, sharing a warm embrace. <laughs> Though formerly so stern, and her expression still being nothing but. Uh, the client's body language speaks of great relief. Without batting an eye, she pays you 30,000 gold instead of 17 and requests your silence in regard to the nurse's new whereabouts. Secret quest accomplished! <laughs> Correct. There is one problem. I am... Oh, great. I guess you're double-crossing us, too. No, no, no. I... <laughs> I am just notoriously horrible at keeping secrets. I assume you meant horrible, not, you know, horrible. What did I say? No, we're not going to investigate that pun. Um, 
ew, why can you not uh, keep secrets, I say. And I like ubatuba into my palm. Ubatuba into my palm. Uh, I, my, as you know, my mouth just tends to run a little bit when um, I'm around people. I just like to talk and sometimes I say a little more than I mean to. So I've just never been good at keeping a secret because I just don't hold secrets the same way that most people do. Uh, can you make the secret a, a physical, magical thing that you can poop like a golden egg, but you poop the memory into a spell core or something? I mean, I've never tried that before, but I don't see why not. You guys seen Harry Potter where he puts the wand to his head and he takes the mm. thought out? Yeah. Or just get rid of it. Hey, if you want, I can give you this, um, hang on. Oh, these, uh, the, these venom spikes I got <laughs> earlier. Funny thing is, if you brew them in the right way, then they can make you forget, like, the last 24 hours. <laughs> I don't know, that sounds painful. I think I'll just... Tr- Oh no! Anything but makes put you in the great dream. Uh, <laughs> makes you feel like you're you're tap dancing on a bear skin. It's fantastic. But uh, I mean, I am a dancer. Sure, I'll take that. Yeah. So uh, hang on, we just mix it in here. Not to interrupt your toxicology what, we're just discussion. Just out amnesia here. There you go. <laughs> you were saying. Um, you are aware that. We could just disappear and not tell you where we're going. <laughs> the mafia lady is kind of like, I'm in the mafia. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> the nurse? No, the, the client. Oh, the client. The minotaur? Uh, the, the woman with the ponytail. Oh, the, the blonde ponytail eyes. lady with the critical gray yeah. eyes in the dress shirt and slacks. Is she the one who Correct. got hugged by the nurse? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, so we're just making sure that this guy don't blab. <laughs> I'm sure you can appreciate it. I'm sorry, I don't even know who you are at this point. <laughs> he took it. It worked. Perfect. <laughs> so, fantastic. Uh, so, stand standard practice for this guy. Um, someone gave you some real bad... Uh, real bad uh, juice. Okay, your name is Squash... You're uh, a <laughs> uh, member of the Fire Breathing Kittens, and um, someone gave you a real bump on the old head there, and uh, we're going to have to take you uh, back to the guild hall just to get looked at, all right? All right. Well, I am glad that I have good friends that brought me squash to a place of <laughs> uh, rest and um, revivification. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Does everyone need a minute? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. I think with 30,000 gold, a free happy little goose, we can successfully <laughs> end this adventure. <laughs> Joining us today were Squash. Hey, uh, I don't quite remember much of what's happened today, so hopefully you enjoyed. <laughs> Horatio. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, you know, it's uh it's been an interesting day that I can remember. <laughs> and Cassie and the goose. <laughs> what what is 
the hardest part about installing patios. <laughs> hey, you said it. That's right. The stones. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, GM, can I request a quick post-credit scene? Uh, sure. We don't. We don't tend to do these, so it's uh. So, so pic- picture this. It's midnight. The moon is shining. There's a bridge, like over the river in Nicomoy, and underneath it stands um, that um, blonde ponytail woman, and she's just standing around waiting for something, until a figure walks up underneath the bridge to meet her, and it's Horatio, stood there, and he says, "Well, I'm glad that worked. You know, it's a pretty good, pretty good going. I mean, uh, I had to improvise a little bit." But we got there in the end. Uh, I had to do a little fire in the vault, but, you know, no one was any the wiser. You said make a distraction, right? Correct. Well, they don't call you a very professional handler of problems, after all. Well, no. I'm glad we got Nessa out of there. No. And anyway, um, sorry, sorry, do, do you mind this, uh, this, this whole thing is, uh, really being uncomfortable. I've been wearing it for... Uh, days now so uh, let me just and he kind of grabs his kind of a bit under his chin and just kind of pulls off and you you'd see like the skin kind of peel back and underneath there is a kind of a lizard face and he's like would you look at that Uh, oh it's good to breathe the air again oh oh so who did you say you got this meat sack off of anyway it needs a clean but, uh, yeah, it's been good working with you. Uh, you ever need uh, the services of uh, Dr. Nightshade again? Let me know. But uh, let me give you a little hint. I know where that goose went. <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. Oh. Then I dive into the river and swim off. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Have you heard of the cash flow show? The Cashflow Show is the radio show disguised as a podcast. During every episode, host Clayton M. Koch will be talking to a business owner and entrepreneur and hearing the tales of the origins of their business, their successes and failures, and their future in the business world, as well as asking for their best piece of advice. He asks guests to pick a book, a film, an album, or single to get to know their tastes and what they enjoy in their spare time. Check out The Cashflow Show, a podcast.